Welcome back. You are listening to Nate the Hate. You can listen to us on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Joining me today is my co-host, as always, MVG. What's going on, Nate? Great to be here. And I think it's going to be an interesting week. What do you think? It is going to be an interesting week, and hopefully a week of fun and entertainment for everybody. Now, before we begin the episode, we do have a couple of Streamlab donations and dedications. We have a dual dedication episode the first dedication and donation comes from Shamsa, who donated a delightful $100. Thank you for your generosity, as always, Shamsa. And they left the message, where are you, dude? Well, this was in reference to my absence from the most recent Spawn cast. And I know a lot of people thought the Nintendo Ninjas got me or that I had, I had signed an NDA where I couldn't discuss the 3D Mario collection. Did you? I can put those. Those rumors are fake. Did you? Uh-oh. <laughs> we were convinced that um, you'd signed an NDA that you could not talk about the Mario 3D collection. The only thing I signed this weekend was the check <laughs> at a local bar because one of my friends whom I have known since I was six years old is getting married in September and we had a bachelor party for him on Saturday night. And we had a very fun night reminiscing of childhood, all the stuff we used to do and the crazy things we used to do. So it was a fun night out. I was not ninjaed. I was not under an NDA. I wasn't avoiding the topic by any means because we'll probably get into that topic a little bit today, actually. But if you so, were under NDA, you couldn't even talk about it anyway. That's true. Think about that. I have now been trapped. <laughs> now I can't disprove it. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's where I was. And our second $100 donation comes from Robert JW. Thank you for your donation, Robert. And they asked the question, hats off to Nate and MVG for hosting such an insightful and entertaining podcast. Question, has Nate begun negotiations with Microsoft yet when it comes to voicing Banjo in future Banjo-Kazooie titles? <laughs> All I can say to that is... <laughs> I, th- I, so, think, I think you need to, uh, you need to do some... S- send some <laughs> prototype audio over to, uh, to Nintendo and say, let's, let's go. I'm ready. Let's... I can be the alternative voice track in Smash Brothers for Banjo. I Let's it. do it. But no, I have not been contacted or negotiations with Microsoft to voice Banjo just yet. Maybe soon. Maybe if they make Banjo 3, I will be the voice of Banjo. And as always, if you'd like to support our podcast, you can make a donation to us on Streamlabs. You can find the link in the description below on YouTube, or you can visit streamlabs.com slash hate, and you can leave a donation there you leave a donation of a dollar, you can ask us the question, and we will answer it at the end of the episode. If you donate $100 or more, we will dedicate the episode to you. And today's dedication is to Shamsa and Robert. Thank you again for your donation and generosity. So let's get right into today's topic. And it's a dual topic, much like the dedication. We're going to talk about what the future holds for Nintendo in this upcoming week and the future of Nintendo Directs. And also the hot new topic that just hit today of... A new Nintendo Switch potentially launching in early 2021. But we'll start with the Nintendo Direct for the upcoming week. Yes, Nintendo will host a Nintendo Direct this week on Friday, August 28th. Now, everyone's going to write in the comments, but Nate, is it a general? Is it a mini? Is it a partner showcase? It's a direct. To my knowledge, it is a general direct. And, I mean, let's make it simple. If it's announced on Thursday, then it's a general. If it's not announced on Thursday, it means it's shadow dropping on Friday, and that would make it a mini. One thing is for certain, 
There will be first-party games. There will be third-party games. This is something that we should look forward to. Now, don't overhype it. This isn't their E3 replacement. I mean, it could be in terms of, you know, the amount of announcements. It should be a quality show. If it is, in fact, a general direct, Nintendo has a lot to go over. They still have to detail their holiday plans. We still have to learn about the 3D Mario collection. We, you know, there's a lot of rumors, software, what's still coming out this year. There's announcements they have to make. There are games coming out this year they have yet to detail. And, you know, they have to do it. They're kind of running low on time. Let me throw a a curveball into that mix. So what what if it's not a direct? What if it's just an announcement? Is that possible? So what I no. mean by that is, let's say, so you're saying there's absolutely a a direct this week. Yes, yes there's absolutely a direct this week. Because I keep yeah. thinking, what if they just say, we will have more communication on the Super Mario 3D collection or the Mario 35th anniversary it's a fair question. It's a fair curveball, but mm. you know, I'm sitting back on this curveball and I'm gonna I'm driving it to deep left center field. Yeah, I mean, it, I I, I think you you're onto something. You know, September is they're clearing the slate right for Mario's mm-hmm. 35th. There's uh, we've already seen third party controllers being announced that come out on September the first. I think. So yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know. It has to happen. It has to happen this week. So I would, you know, if I was going to go to a bookie and put some money down, I, I would probably say yes to, to a direct. <laughs> but I just I just can't help but wonder, Nintendo, they always, not always, but they will throw in something that we're not expecting or maybe they'll just go in another direction sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I definitely understand why there is some pause for caution by people right now. And... I mean, it's justifiable. Nintendo kind of just comes out of nowhere at times. And what is being relayed as information sometimes changes last minute. Or there's just a misunderstanding of the information itself. Because we have to remember anyone, you know, be it me, Grub, King Zell, Mm -hmm. any self or, you know, insider of how the community will label us. Our information is only as good as the sources we have. But the sources information, you know, we don't know sometimes the validity of all that. We, it really, it depends on our sources at the end of the day. And based on the information I have seen that has been given to me, I can say with no no shadow of a doubt that it is a direct this week. Yeah. The only thing I cannot say with 100% certainty is the branding of it. Right. Is it of general or mini? And to me... I don't really care about the branding. Yeah. I understand there are differences between mini and general. The mini, you know, it's just shadow dropped. It usually has fewer first party announcements and a general is a bigger, longer show. But at the end of the day, you know, a direct is going to happen this week. What should be entertaining. What's your gut say? Do you think it's going to be general or a, a mini? I think it's mini personally. Um, my gut says general, but I still have it in the back of my mind. Maybe it will be a mini, but you know this is something we'll find out on Thursday. Yeah. We'll find out with whether or not there's an announcement. If there is an announcement, then we get to make a nice predictions video because this a general direct would be fun to predict because there's a lot they still have to go over for this year, and it just feels like the timing favors a general. And I've seen the idea 
put out there. I know Jeff Grubb has kind of said in his own podcast and on Twitter, maybe something by mid-September. That timing still makes sense. Mm-hmm. Typically, Nintendo does have something in September around the time of the Tokyo Game Show. The problem with 2020 is that we can't look at patterns. This year has thrown patterns to the wayside. So my thing is, right now the only game we have dated is Pikmin 3, and it's October 30th. You know, the ghoulish game that is Pikmin, where you send masses to their death. Nothing more (laughs) Halloween in theme than a horror show like Pikmin 3. But we don't know anything about November. We know nothing for December. We know nothing for September. We are anticipating a new Smash Brothers character this year. How much longer are you going to wait until you announce the character and then give us a release date? Unless you're just shadow dropping, you know, the release you're announcing and releasing the character same day, which doesn't really favor Smash Brothers because typically they like to have Sakurai do a full demonstration of the character's movesets and everything. So that's that would be a lot in a single day if you want to shadow drop the character. But we still don't know about the 3D Mario collection. We still don't know about the long-rumored, you know, Mario 3D Deluxe. We don't know anything about their holiday lineup. And we're getting very close to September. And I don't think you can really afford to wait until mid-September to finally announce your November games. Because holiday shopping, for some, begins September 1st. You try to get ahead of that rush. So you want to have an idea of what's coming out. And Nintendo is fully aware of that. They've said it before. Their quarter three sales, which is September till what the end of December, mm-hmm. makes up what is it like fifty percent of their yearly revenue. So they're fully aware that they need September, October, November, and December sales. Yeah. So get some information out there, guys. We're so it's Nate, the end of August. If I wake up on Thursday and it's <laughs> the sun is shining, there's sunshine outside. Should I get excited? We'll be back after a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. You should be happy that there is sunshine. It means you can go outside, you can get a nice tan, mm-hmm. use sunblock, be safe. <laughs> enjoy your morning and hey if you come back to twitter at what is it typically nine o'clock in the morning is when nintendo announces it if it's nine o'clock in the morning and nintendo of america tweets tomorrow we're going to have a general direct be a fantastic day for everybody and let's hope that is the case because i know people are going to get anxious when thursday comes and if there's silence and then all of a sudden it's good like you know it's noon Silence. Three in the afternoon. Silence. Yep. Six p.m. Silence. And they'll sit there saying, "Oh no, it means it's a mini." That's not cause for concern. A mini can still be good. If it's a Mario thirty-fifth anniversary mini, then I think it's going to be mm-hmm. very good, right? I mean, I think it's it's going to be exceptional. 
Yeah, I mean, look at that. Look at that collection. So just to have that finally announced, because I know there's still people out there who doubt it. They think that it's fake. I was going to ask it's- you about that actually. I know over the last <laughs> few days, you and and um, I know uh, John from Spawnwave have been fielding questions about: Is this thing real? This is fake. What, what's what's your response to all that? It's real. It's very real. Would it have been announced a few months ago? You know, like in June. Had there been an E3 Direct, had COVID not happened? Yes. It's almost like something happened this year that has caused some delays in marketing communication. And I mean, I think people have to be a little more acceptable of that. Things have been thrown off this year for all companies. Yeah. Nintendo, for whatever reason, is playing things extremely safe. They've been very conservative in the amount of communication they're having with people and... I'm sure a lot of people saw this tweet, I believe it was over the weekend, where it was said that, you know, Pikmin 3 being positioned in October likely means Nintendo had to delay another game. And we've said it with Jeff a few weeks ago, that there is a good chance that the 3D World Deluxe port that was slated for this year has been pushed to January of 2021. And Pikmin 3 being dated for late October kind of supports that because there's no reason for Pikmin 3 to be coming out so late, especially when August lacked a retail release date from Nintendo. And as of this moment, you know, at this point of recording, there is no game slated for September. Right. Why wasn't Pikmin 3 slated and positioned in one of these two months? Why is it the end of October? So if you want to entertain the idea that maybe originally this plan was 3D collection in September, 3D World Deluxe, the end of October... But now they don't think they can get that game out. So they filled that slot with Pikmin 3. That makes sense. Because as we have said, Pikmin 3 was supposed to come out way back in like May. Yeah, April, May. So, I mean, we're looking at a five to six month delay here. Right. And I think it lends a lot of credence to the idea that Nintendo substituted one Wii U enhanced port for another. Yeah. 100% agree. And that's where... That's where I think this has to be a general direct, just from the idea that we still have to see games from third-party publishers. We still have to hear about Doom Eternal. Absolutely. We still have to, yeah. we have to hear about like Bravely Default 2, No More Heroes 3. There's a lot of stuff they have to communicate, and I just don't think you can afford to wait till mid-September to really begin to date games for October and November and December. Now, get it done sooner. Yeah. But, you know, this week, there is a Direct. The week will end with a Direct. Let's enjoy what it has. If it's a horrible show, we can critique it. Mm-hmm. But don't go into it, you know, expecting doom and gloom. Right. It should be a fun show. I expect some quality announcements from it. So, you know, right now, hang your head up high and say, I can't wait to see what Nintendo has in store for us this week because there's reason to be hopeful. I'm excited. I mean, I think... I think it will be the Mario 3D collection and hopefully it's going to be something that really is what the fans are looking for. And I think it will be, I mean, you know, this is going to be something that if you're a Mario fan, then you really want to get on board with, because I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are fine. They're really looking forward to seeing the 3D Mario collection. And even those who don't believe it's real just because it hasn't been officially announced yet. Once they see it, I think it's going to garner a lot of excitement and it is an exciting, you know, release. It's three quality games 
You have Mario Galaxy portable form. That's awesome. And I also, another reason I think it has to be a general direct is that if you are talking about the 3D collection and let's say they do date it for September, let's just say it's the end of September, like the last Friday of the month, I think they also want to come out and say, September's coming around, your Nintendo Switch Online subscription is about to lapse. Hmm. Here's a reason for you to stay you know, subscribed. And the reason's going to be, here is the release of Super Mario All-Stars from the Super NES yeah. right on your system, you know, coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Or what if it's Super Mario RPG? What if it's both? What if it's both? Yeah, I mean, that that's a pretty big deal. If they do it that. would be a big deal. Super Mario RPG is, you know, it's highly acclaimed. People love it. And then you have all the people who keep wanting Geno to be a playable character in Smash Brothers for whatever reason. I don't understand the appeal of Geno. But I think those two games alone, Super Mario All-Stars, Super Mario RPG, coming to Nintendo Switch Online, would get people to stay subscribed. Because Nintendo... Nintendo's smart. And if they want to cel- celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary in a clever way, that's that's the way to do it. And we've seen that Super Mario All-Stars for Nintendo Switch Online was actually leaked in the original ROM files last year. Yes. And it has yet to release, so they're clearly sitting on it for some reason. And I think that's a really smart release to get people to stay subscribed to the service. And I know a lot of people saying, oh, well, they add like you know the Game Boy line this year. Right now, I'd say no. I don't think they're going to add a new system to, at least not in September. Maybe down the line, they add, like, the Game Boy product line. But I think right now, they're still going to focus, like, you know, on the Mario games. They'll give us All-Stars. Maybe they give us Super Mario RPG. And that's just another reason I think the Direct at the end of this week has to be a general. You have to really detail things in full. And then, if there is something in September and pattern suggests there will be maybe you have a mini then where you further detail some of the games coming out this holiday or you go into you know more detail about the 3d collection or 3d world deluxe it feels like nintendo's finally back into a marketing rhythm of sorts i mean july 20th we had the partner showcase august 18th we have the indie world now august 28th we're going to have a direct be it general or mini and then potentially maybe something in September. Now um, we're all, we're looking at you know every couple of weeks now. Nintendo is communicating with us, yeah. which is refreshing. I'm going to slightly disagree with you. I think I think this oh, week oh. is the mini, Ooh. and I think once the 3D collection drops in September, it's the mm-hmm. general. So just flip it around. So if they do it that way, when do you think the 3D collection would release in September? Ooh third week of september maybe maybe earlier maybe the second week okay you think they would hold back their entire holiday lineup until mid september to date some october november games it's a limited it's a limited marketing cycle yeah uh, that's a good point i mean we're we're almost at the end of the year so they have to move move quicker Uh, i i would say i would say yes i mean you, you keep talking about there's one more one more game maybe up their sleeve that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think that exists personally. So I, I I think I think it's yeah I think it's mini now and and general September, but we'll, okay. we'll we'll see how it plays out. I guess. I mean, there's definitely people in your corner who would support that notion, and I mean, neither side is really wrong in having that opinion. I'm still, I'm hopeful that the general is this week. 
and hey, we're gonna we'll find out in a couple of days. Yeah. Thursday is gonna be you know a telling day. Yep. Like I said, if and... it's if it's sun shining outside, if this if the sunshine, <laughs> get ready for that mini. Better rain. It better rain. <laughs> yeah, let's. This week will bring some good stuff. But I, I do agree with you that Nintendo is finally getting their rhythm back with this stuff. And and look, it, they've had they've had a bit of a struggle over this, you know, over the summer and earlier this year. But everyone has, you know. And I think it seems like they've gotten past their difficulties that they've had, their struggles that they've had. And now we're getting into the business end of the year. And I think it's. Like you said, I think we'll see a lot more communication from them over the next six to eight weeks, and I think it's going to be exciting for fans, you know, getting getting to know what's what's coming. And I think you know it's going to be it's going to be good for everyone. Yeah, and that's the thing for even this week, be it a mini or general. At least Nintendo is communicating with us; they're going to give us news. And let's just look at the games that are shown. If they're all quality, then that means it's a, a successful show, no matter what the branding is, because Indie World was a solid show there was a lot of diversity in software shown and a lot of it was quality it was a great show it i really enjoyed the indie um the indie world showcase i thought it was was exceptional actually yeah i really i liked the entire the pacing of the show i liked the games that they had to display and i loved the idea that they really went out there and just be like guess what shadow dropped available mm-hmm. right now and the next game to show available right now and i mean we did our predictions video mm-hmm. i guess we were a little um overzealous with some of the predictions well, we, we did get we did get, we get several right i mean i did say four guys was gonna was gonna come but even <laughs> though that was incorrect uh we did hear that miners had found switch mm-hmm. specific uh stuff in the code so there you go it, you know it will be coming to it probably i'd give it you know six to eight months i bet it's on the switch by early next year right. let's say march i bet it's there by march um it's also very difficult to predict an indie showcase. It's probably the hardest thing to predict out of all of them. You know? But to our credit, <laughs> we did get Untitled Goose Game getting an update. Yes. We nailed that. Excited and about that. John Cartwright is saying, it's like, oh, maybe there's another goose or some like... Yeah, um, I think John I think John heard something. <laughs> John John was, uh, was sent an email from Melbourne, Australia, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't think he did, but that, that was that was definitely a good pick about the uh, the co-op. Yep. Uh, we got Spirit Fair getting a release date, which just happened to Shadow Drop. Yep. We also got um, what was the other? It was another game that we got. I can't recall it right now. But we we did actually we didn't do that bad. I mean, you know, we thought maybe No More Heroes would get a Shadow Drop, or maybe we see No More Heroes three. We, I fully anticipated to see Ori. And Will of the Wisps because it had been a year since Ori in the Blind Forest was announced for Switch. It didn't end up happening at the Indie Direct. Maybe the game is no longer viewed as an Indie because it is a Microsoft published game and Ori and Will of the Wisp was fully funded by Microsoft, whereas Blind yeah. Forest, Microsoft kind of came in to assist it when it was already in development and then they bought the IP. So maybe at the Direct this week we see Ori too, but that's a different video. That's a predictions video. So not going to get too heavy into that right now if it's announced on thursday can't do a prediction for an unannounced event we did that once before it didn't work out well <laughs> yeah i remember that <laughs> so we're going to the second topic which is there was a report today that came out saying that there's a new switch that's going to enter production by the end of the year and it will launch in 
Q1 of 2021. And this isn't the first time we've heard this rumor or this report come from Japanese media. This is this has actually been an ongoing thing. Earlier this year, this happened where they reported that there was going to be a new Switch in production, but they had anticipated that it was going to launch, I believe, this year. Obviously, that's not happening. And then even last year, the Wall Street Journal and some other outlets had reported that there was another Switch in development that was going to be more of a premium model with a new shell and all these other upgraded and minor tweaks. And, you know, still been mostly radio silence. But what really gives this report some leverage is that earlier in the year, way back in April, and we made a video about this, is that in the firmware for the Switch, it was found that there is a new development profile. And that's only added if Nintendo is likely experimenting on their own with a prototype of some new hardware. So the idea of Nintendo launching brand new hardware in early 2021 isn't unfounded. And the problem is, is that this rumor or this report is going to run wild. We're going to see people go to Twitter and say, oh, it's an AMD machine. It's going to be a PlayStation 4 Pro tier 4K system. Let's keep it grounded. With the development profile already in the firmware, it suggests one simple thing. It means that the next Switch, like this report implies is coming next year, is still going to be based on the same architecture as the current Switch. It's going to be a Tegra X1. It's not going to be some new foreign type of technology. It's going to remain the exact same architecture that they're currently working with. And the thing with the current Switch version 2 with the better battery life is that there is a lot of available power mm-hmm. in the modern coach chip. Nintendo simply chose not to utilize it. They put battery over performance, which could be a smart move, especially if a lot of people are playing it in handheld and portable play. So if you move Mariko to a smaller process, you could still retain some of that battery life and boost the performance. And you have experience in overclocking the original Switch and seeing the available power of the Tegra X1 because you've overclocked games like The Witcher 3 and Doom yep. 2016 on Switch and the results are pretty substantial. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, in this case, when we're looking at the system, let's say Nintendo is using Mariko again and they're going to say, well, this is going to be a better system. How much are we looking at in terms of overall software improvements, would you say? I'd probably say no more than 20 to 25%. And even that may be generous as well. I mean, think about, think about like the new 3DS compared to the old 3DS, you know, the, the jump there, like there was a jump, but it wasn't like massive, you know, it was, but there was definitely something that you could, you could see. Right. So, you know, I don't really expect this to be, um, I mean, look, this is interesting that what we're hearing about because you're right Nate we've heard about this before and look the rumors of a new switch and a switch pro and all that stuff I mean they've been they've been around for a while but I think what what we're seeing here is is really that that new iteration of existing hardware where it's it's essentially going to be the same user experience albeit with maybe some some increases in performance at some parts of you know your experience playing 
playing the hardware and the games but this would be more along the lines of i'll say the dsi you know if the, if the switch is a ds then this is the dsi or um or a new 3ds you know what i'm saying like this is this is not i mean a lot of people you know when you th- say the switch pro a lot of people feel like that means it's 4k and it's you know um 1080 60 or um you know ssd and and all this all this kind of stuff that just really is so much more powerful than what you have and basically is not something that you can easily get away with in a handheld capacity and that's what the switch is known for i mean the one of the biggest strengths of the hardware is its hybrid approach to to video games and having having the ability to use a handheld system that runs some fantastic games and have it run for you know four or five hours without any interruptions but then being able to dock dock that system as well and then have a great experience in your living room i mean that that's what makes the switch so unique so you know putting in some some features that really just take away the handheld you know experience from that is not what this is this is indeed going to be a you know like i said probably a 20 percent improvement but it's not going to be anything crazy so i you know i think what i'm seeing this article is telling us you know these new manufacturers are being added to the list i mean they're really just you know shoring up some of the areas where things weren't weren't performing very well and like if you look at like uh pixar right who uh will be producing the next gen joy con controllers Pixar isn't new to Nintendo. They worked with Nintendo on the Wii U remote optical sensors. So, you know, it looks like they're just bringing in some new manufacturers to really come up with a, I'll say a 2021 revision of the the current hardware that we know, you know. Yeah, 2021 revision of the current Switch hardware, it makes sense when we look at like a mid-gen refresh because typically the point of a mid-gen refresh is to cut cost. And if Nintendo is going to use the, you know, the Tegra X1 again, even if it is on a smaller process, they don't have to prototype really any brand new, you know, architecture for the hardware. It's going to be, let's put in, you know, maybe a better screen that has, you know, greater contrast of colors and pixel density so we can make this image look a little sharper. Let's change the shell of the system itself to something maybe a little more premium for maybe even just for heat distribution. Yeah, exactly. Let's, you know, improve the Joy-Cons, but that system's not going to cost them, you know, 250, 275 to produce. It might only cost them $200 or maybe even less to produce, but they're going to charge the consumer a premium of let's say they, re- they you know, they continue at $300 and they go that three skew approach of the light at we'll say 150, the current switch to let's say 250 yeah, we'll just do 100 intervals i would say and then the switch, yeah 250 and then the switch pro how we'll just dub it for the sake of the conversation at 350 right it's a high profit you know margin now for nintendo and that's exactly what they want they want double dippers to buy into this new hardware this isn't a revision is never for just the mass audience. It's for double dippers to reinvest into an ecosystem they are already in because they want to say, yo, I can play Doom Eternal now at 
1080p 30 frames a second instead of mm-hmm. 720p or 900p 30 frames a second. That slight resolution boost might be enough for people to double dip. And, you know, I'm not trivializing that amount of, you know, boost in overall resolution. It's nice. Who wouldn't want that if you have the available funds to do it? And it makes sense for Nintendo to go that route with the hardware. One part of the article that had me a little curious is that they said this new Switch will have better interactions or communications, and that could be translated as more interactivity. And then it touched on how it will have a new display and so forth, not necessarily a resolution bump. It would probably still be a 720p screen, and it would just be a you know, more high-quality screen. But the interactive communications part made me wonder because in our video back in April we discussed the idea that maybe Nintendo will will release a new iteration that allows for wireless docking Mm -hmm. and that kind of says the same thing to me that they're looking at the idea of saying you don't need this big bulky black box to dock your switch you can have a wireless docking solution it's going to you know go over to the TV yeah, you're gonna get the benefits, and you're gonna play. It's simpler, it's more, you know, technologically more advanced than just having to put it in this big square. And that could be that, or maybe it's something far more simplistic, and it's just a better Wi-Fi chip. Because as everyone says about the Wi-Fi chip in their current Switch, it's not that good. Yeah, it's 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 interesting to kind of speculate how this is going to go. Like for me. I, I tend to agree if 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 this um if this comes out early next year then it's going to be it's going to be the same experience that we have but with a couple of value adds you know i think about the uh-huh. the new 3ds you know it had it had some kind of newer features this will be the same now will it have the we'll say the the dock anywhere thing where you can basically just cast it to any tv screen man that would be a really cool feature and you know, with the with the kind of extra overhead of the Mariko chip, you know, that sounds like something they could actually, you know, handle in a newer revision of the hardware, which may not work with the current iteration of the Switch hardware. So that could be something that they, they incorporate. But you're right. I mean, more interactive, more interactivity could mean pretty much anything. You know, it could be, like you said, you know, more improved Wi-Fi or maybe some additional peripherals that are, are able to be synced up with the, with the hardware could mean anything really so it's it's kind of an open-ended type of statement really but um yeah i i think you know it's it's the, the current switch that we know and love plus a couple of value adds that are, that are added on the curious thing to me is definitely the idea that they want to release this in q1 of 2021 which i guess is trying to replicate the launch timing of the original switch they'll probably target march right or you know sometime within that three month span or so maybe they'll go a little you know maybe they'll go to april or may depending right you kind of use big software to launch these type of devices and even when nintendo had launched iterations of the 3ds like when the new 3ds came out with the little analog nub thing mm-hmm. they launched it with majora's mask 3d and monster hunter yeah had those two big pieces of software saying they're better on this we're looking at 2020 right now with nintendo launching 3d collection maybe three maybe 3d world deluxe they use as the title the flagship launch of this new iteration 
or they have something from a third-party developer. We've heard the rumors of a long time now of a Monster Hunter coming to Switch. But you need something big. And obviously the default in everyone's mind is going to be Breath of the Wild 2. Right. You know, what better game to launch new Nintendo hardware than Breath of the Wild 2? It launched the Switch, the first one, and it saw amazing success. The timing, in my opinion, doesn't favor that. I think due to COVID and such, we don't know the delays that could have potentially befallen Breath of the Wild 2. We kind of had anticipated for a while now that the game may have been originally slated for like a March 2021 release way back, you know, like in April. Mm -hmm. Now that COVID has really impacted the industry in a heavy way, I think Breath of the Wild 2 has been pushed back a little further, potentially to, I'll say, mid to late summer of 2021. So it wouldn't favor launching early next year with this new hardware. And that's where I'd kind of be left of what can Nintendo potentially launch with brand new hardware that's meaningful if Breath of the Wild 2 is taken off the table of discussion. Maybe we know Metroid Prime 4 isn't going to be ready. We A 2D Metroid is not a visual showcase. What about the Mario? Because, you know, we, we, we kind of speculated maybe Nintendo will have the Mario Switch with the 35th anniversary stuff but we said Mm -hmm. that before this article so does this kind of change things for you now because like for me i i question whether we will see a limited edition mario 35th switch because that was something that i would have predicted and i still i still have a feeling that they will but i wonder if if maybe they don't now with this release a 35th anniversary switch and it's something that maybe comes with, we'll say, the 3D collection next year. But even that's probably not big enough. Like the 3D collection, right. uh, sorry, the 3D world is not big enough for probably a, a new iteration of the Switch. But maybe it's something where they they drop the the 35th anniversary collection in September, but they just announce a, a you know a Mario edition Switch early next year. You know, with with 3D world. They could do that. I still anticipate that they will have a 35th Mario bundle of some sort for this holiday because you could still bundle it in with like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and still fit the Mario yeah. theme. And I guess it could be a light as well, right? You know, we can't right. roll that out. Right. Yeah. It could, they could do both. I, I still anticipate that they'll do a Mario theme 35th anniversary Nintendo Switch hardware bundle this holiday. And maybe for early next year, if they need a game to launch with this new hardware you do you do go with super mario 3d world deluxe it's not going to be the best game to show the visual capabilities of the hardware if you want to show that it is a nice boost over the current switch but it is a it is a 3d mario game it does have you know local Mm co-op maybe you know maybe the new interactivity is something about you know local co-op play we don't, you know, we really don't know what that could mean. What about this, Nate? I'm, I'm completely fanboying now, but hear me out. So, what if, what if at this Mario Direct, okay, they announce the next Mario Kart game coming out next March, and they're dropping this system with it? Would that, would that okay. work? Okay. It is completely fanboying out. <laughs> I do agree with that. <laughs> I get the line, I get that line of thought though. I mean, we had seen a few rumors 
that had circulated on Twitter saying that Nintendo want to have Mario Kart 9 out this year. As far as I know, they were completely baseless. Basis. They there was no truth to them whatsoever. Yeah, um, and I mean Mario Kart is printing money for Nintendo, so right. what, it's almost thirty million copies. So you're almost cannibalizing it if you if you um you know release but, a new one. But Nintendo always releases a brand new Mario Kart on their hardware, and this is going to be the first generation that that may not happen. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a cause of like, hmm, will Nintendo really do that? Or are they going to make a brand new Mario Kart game? And the Mario Kart team originally, they were on, they made ARMS. So they haven't came out with a brand new game on console since 2017. They had some involvement with Mario Kart Tour. Not that anyone remembers that came out on cell phones and you shouldn't remember it. I'm sorry I even put it in your minds right now. (laughs) Um, So they're kind of due for a new project. And 2021 is probably when we would see it. And that's kind of the case with a lot of Nintendo's internal teams. They came out with games in 2017. It's now been three years. We haven't heard from them. So it's kind of like, what are you guys up to? If their plan was for like 2021 to launch brand new hardware, and they were back and they were kind of building up a lot of software from their internal development teams... How many of those plans have now gotten shifted due to the delay caused by COVID? We don't know if games maybe have been delayed six months, maybe even a year. It all depends on how far they were in development at the time COVID really hit. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a discussion that's definitely going to be happening a lot in 2021. Because if the games were closer to release, the impacts of COVID were minimal. The farther they were from release, COVID's impacts could be substantial. And it's a ripple effect. We don't really know where we are from where that stone dropped in terms of the ripples out from the center. Are we still close to the center in overall impact, or have we actually moved pretty far away? That's something that time will tell. And it's really tough to gauge what Nintendo's plans for 2021. I mean, another game they could launch with new hardware with, and it would really make no sense whatsoever because there's nothing about the game that is technically all that impressive. It's new Pokemon Snap. Right. I was thinking about that too, yeah. It's a casual game. It has a lot of map with Pokemon. Right. Is it really something I'm going to say, yo, got that slight resolution boost on this game? Probably not. And that's kind of the problem with the new 3DS is that it only had a few exclusives because it was, you know, they tried to position it. I think it had Craft and Fire Emblem Warriors and Xenoblade Chronicles as the only real exclusives. Fine games in their own right, by no means enough to buy it, but they did give, you know, it wasn't a case of, like, I put in the game, I saw all these major enhancements. It was just kind of like, well, here it is. Now, if this new Switch, if I can put games like, we'll use Super Mario Odyssey, it doesn't run at 1080p, I believe it's 900p. If I can put it into this new Switch coming out next year and it gives me a resolution 1080 default, a need for a patch or Nintendo having to go back and, you know, implement the patch and stuff, that could be a very tempting feature Mm -hmm. to get, you know, performance improvements just instantaneously, kind of like we're seeing with the Xbox Series X with Xbox One games or even what we assume the PS5 is going to be doing with certain PS4 games. If Nintendo can do that with their existing library of games, that could be a selling feature if positioned and marketed correctly. Yeah. So this new hardware is interesting, 
but it is something we have heard numerous times. The timing makes sense. 2021 makes sense for Nintendo to, to launch a revision of the Switch hardware. We are now, what is it? The Switch is in its fourth year now. It So yeah. timing is right. They're actually a little behind schedule compared to the 3DS and even the DS. But they do this with all their hand handheld lines. Game Boy Advance yep. had the Game Boy SP. Mm -hmm. DS had the DS Lite, DSi. DSi XL, 3DS to new 3DS to 3DS XL to the 2DS. So this is something they definitely should be doing. It's just a question of, is it going to be substantial enough to really matter? We'll yeah. find out. So do you think, so we, we, we're in agreement that this is not going to be a silent refresh like the Marigo Switch, right? This is something a little more substantial than that, where we, right. will, it will be announced as... A, for all intents and purposes, a 2021 update to the, the Switch. Yes, it yeah. would be. Yeah, I would say it's definitely not a stealth announcement. It's going to be announced. It will probably phase out the current Switch over time, kind of like the new 3DS eventually phased out the right. 3DS OG, and they'll build towards that. But yeah, and I guess it's a question of, let's just say for the discussion's sake, they launch it in March. When do you announce it? I'd say you don't announce it until January. You want those Christmas sales. Yeah. Whatever the first direct of the year will be next year is pretty much when you announce it, right? Yeah, you don't. You definitely don't want to announce it earlier than that because, yeah, you want those Christmas sales. Yeah, you want all those holiday sales. You don't want to cannibalize yourself before you even get there because if you announced it, you know, for some stupid reason, Nintendo announced it in September. Oh, we're launching new hardware next March. I'm just saying, well, why am I buying a Switch this holiday? Nobody would. You're going to wait for the better product unless it's priced outlandishly high. So, yeah, if there is new hardware for 2021, don't expect an official announcement until January, the absolute earliest, if it's launching in something like March. Mm -hmm. If it's not launching until later in the spring, then they could even wait till March because there's nothing in the report outside of just the Q1 fiscal year 2021, like we don't have any, none of Nintendo's guidance right now suggests that they are planning on new hardware for this current fiscal year. Right. We don't have anything, though Nintendo does have their managerial meeting that was called very suddenly coming up in the middle of September, but it should be completely unrelated to, they already said it's not any new products or anything of that sort. So that's just them talking to shareholders yeah and talking about their own projects so i mean that's kind of where we're at with this new hardware i still wouldn't be surprised if maybe the announcement is just q1 and it doesn't launch until maybe q2 of 2021 so we're talking now right yeah. i mean there's a lot of unknown factors i think we gave a pretty good rundown of what it is likely to be it's a revision it's going to use the same internals that we currently have. They'll just be clocked higher for better performance, some enhanced visuals and maybe frame rate. But overall, it's going to be very similar from a DS to a DSi. If you want to double dip for a more premium, likely better build model of the Switch, this is the hardware that you've been waiting for. Otherwise, it's it's not a next-gen successor. Yeah, and if you look at... Um, the, the manufacturers that have signed up for this, you've got Micronix that does the flash. So maybe there'll be a, a larger flash internal size. You know, it's 32 gig now, obviously. 
potentially uh-huh. boost that to 64 that that may be something that that would be you know would add value certainly the uh we already talked about joy con- controllers but pixart who worked on the optical stuff on the wii remote so they're being brought back for this obviously Joy-Con drift is is something that is still a thing with current <laughs> switches, so Nintendo are certainly looking to address that in this revision. And maybe I'm just speculating, but if Pixar is now kind of taking over the Joy-Con controller hardware side of the house, that may be their their kind of way to reimburse customers and and you know help with existing repairs and stuff like that with with current issues that that are going on. And the uh, the well trend, which is the uh, the USB power delivery, I mean, you know, that's interesting, but it's not really that interesting. But it could mean all sorts of different things. Could it? It could mean uh, anything from, you know, that whole concept of a, a a cast or casting the switch to to any device. It could mean more basically more you know more battery um, more battery life or um, different ways that that power is is drawn from the system or you know maybe just something that has better thermals and 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 less heat you know so i think you're right i mean i think it's it's just going to be that that new nintendo switch that that we've we've talked about for a while whatever you want to call it switch pro new nintendo switch whatever it is um i think this is this is what it's going to be yeah and one thing i do want to just dispel right now is that this isn't the switch to this isn't a switch successor because no. we are in we are in late august we're entering september very soon and if the report is 100 percent accurate and for the sake of this topic we're going to say it is if this is to launch in roughly you know six to seven months the big standout is that there is no developer who has a dev kit for this system you do not launch brand new next gen hardware with no dev kit six six months out that would be a development nightmare for developers to look at it and say oh yeah how we now we have to get this up and running on this new profile and as we said earlier a development profile already exists in the firmware and it is based on the x1 and it just supports that it is a current iteration of the system that we have come to know and love over the last several years and that's where you should keep your expectations. Keep them grounded and realistic. Don't expect that Nintendo's coming out with their next-gen system somehow only three months after the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X are introduced to the market. That's not going to happen. NVIDIA is evolving their technology at a pretty good pace, and they'll have some fantastic chips available for Nintendo to select from probably by about 2022 for early 2023, where they could really deliver a portable system that is going to blow people's minds in terms of overall efficiency and visual fidelity. Nintendo has no reason to try to kickstart and get into the next gen, you know, early. They can buy themselves another two years or so or launch in early 2023 with true next gen hardware where they will be able to get down port of PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X games because Remember, we have a general idea of what the Xbox Series S is in terms of processing power. And Nintendo could potentially come very close to the Xbox Series S with their next Switch. And that would mean, yeah, you're not going to get Resident Evil 8 in 4K on Switch 2. 
but you can have Resident Evil 8 at 1080p on Switch 2. And that's all Nintendo has to do to close the gap. We, Nintendo just needs to get 1080p versions of PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X games. They don't need the 4K versions. And then they're in a very good position to receive substantial third-party support, better than they are even with the current Switch. Because the Switch, it bats well. It does really well for its power. But there's simply some engines that just don't play all that well with it, or they play just well enough that they can participate with the others, like Unreal Engine 4. Mm-hmm. We've seen games on Unreal Engine 4 that sometimes, you know, they struggle with resolution. They're at like 540p. Sometimes they dip lower. Like we can look to the Outer Worlds as a recent example. Like, yeah, the port by Virtuous wasn't the best quality, but you get a more powerful Switch, you know, Switch 2 that's close to Xbox Series S, Lockhart in terms of specs. You're going to get a lot of, you know, higher quality ports out of that system. Yeah. Yeah, agree. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to what they what they reveal, and I'll definitely pick one up for sure. I'll, I'm I'm interested to see how how it all plays out in the end. But I guess the last point that I want to touch on with this is it's also something that they need to do from a security standpoint. We mm-hmm. know that the original Switch was 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 hacked pretty much um, from day one. And you know, there's a millions of switches out there that that are, are exploitable, and Nintendo is fully aware of that. You can still get them. I mean, they don't, you know, they don't come up very often anymore. But you can still get a switch that has an you know an exploit that you can run. The newer Mariko Revision Switch, the Switch Lite, also has a way in to run unsigned code and exploit as well. Albeit it's a lot more complicated, but Nintendo has already taken some mod chip sellers to court and basically sent them C and Ds to shut down their websites. So they are aware of that. So I think, again, this is going to be an iteration from a security standpoint that will you know close those loopholes on, on the hardware again and, and make it a lot more difficult to, to exploit. So I think, I think this is definitely a smart move by them. Yeah, absolutely. Piracy has been a big issue with the Switch and any security help that NVIDIA and Nintendo can get out there for, you know, a future iteration to kind of counter the piracy is definitely something of their interest. And I'm sure when they launch a true next-gen Switch, one of the top priorities to NVIDIA and Nintendo will be high security. Mm -hmm. We're not going to have the same exploit that was found in, in, you know, like in an NVIDIA Shield product. It's going to be something that's a little more secure because Nintendo definitely doesn't want to see this type of error made again, and I'm sure NVIDIA doesn't want to have it either because that reflects poorly on them to you know future business partners like Nintendo. You want to make sure you provide the best product possible from not only performance but also security. So I'm sure that is high priority to them for any iteration and next generation hardware going forward. And now we have a... Streamlabs donation of $5 from our last video's dedicated character known as Dill Spouser. And it says, hey, Nate and MVG and Grub Snacks, question, question mark. First of all, I love your podcast. Keep up the good work. Earlier this year, you were talking about a miracle game for Switch. 
Is this one still on track, and could you give us a small hint what it might be? Thanks a lot. It is not on track for 2020. It may be announced in 2021 at this point. It has been delayed due to various reasons, COVID and just development issues on its own. I will not give a hint at this time because I really am unsure as to the exact timing of announcement. But when it does get announced, people will say, wow, I can't believe that's coming to Switch. Hopefully it is announced sooner rather than later, but it's something to look forward to next year. And, you know, we'll find out when it happens. And that's all the Streamlab questions for this week. I'd like to thank those donors again, Dill Spouser for their $5, Shamsa for the $100, and Robert JW for the $101 donations. And that will conclude that will conclude today's episode of Nate the Hate. If you enjoyed the video, give it a like. If you didn't, give it a dislike. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. Leave your thoughts on the Nintendo Direct and Next Generation or Switch revision in the comment section below. As always, thank you for joining me, MVG. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. It's always a delight having you, and you can find MVG's channel linked in the description below. And until next time, continue to embrace the hate. Thank you.